Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Another off-season pod here, going through more of the signings for the 2023 season. Today, we're talking about Josh Hodgson to the Parramatta Eels and why I think a 33-year-old hooker coming off multiple ACL injuries is actually going to be a better fit than Reed Marnie for this team for the upcoming 2023 season. Let's start with Reed Marnie. I think it's an interesting place to start. I was very high on him as a Parramatta fan than most of you know. And there was always, you know, some very, very good aspects to his game. There was a couple of flaws that, you know, would rear his head. Um, and I think those flaws were actually down to Parramatta's management of it. So let's start with some of the positives. Really energetic, uh, would always be around the ball. He did, you know, sniff out some of those really opportunistic tries, you know, even coming back through the middle. What was he, you know, his kicking game really, really did improve throughout his years at Parramatta. And I think he did become a bit of a leader. In terms of the floor, I think it was really around two things. One, he was very, you know, he's a very slight in stature. And as the game progresses and you've got some of these physical teams, some of his, you know, instinctual impacts out of dummy half just weren't there. You know, the ball wasn't just as crisp in defense around that middle of the park. You know, there was a little bit of a liability where you kind of always held that breath when someone quick and dirty would come through the middle. He's obviously signed on with the Bulldogs. I think he'll actually have a really, really good impact on that team. What Jerry Marshall King brought, I think that can be another level up. And I think Reed Marnie really complements some of the players in that Bulldogs team. But this Paramount team is at a different level and different stage of their playing career to this Bulldog side. Paramount just made the grand final. Paramount has veterans on their roster. And Paramount have some big decisions. And I think the 2023 season will have a huge impact in that. Uh, we talk about the premiership window and does it close and was last year the last chance to, to get to a grand final. I actually think it's the opposite. I think this is actually a stronger year for Parramatta to get to the grand final. I know there's the losses of Papali'i and Reed Marnie. They're the two real big ones. You know, near Kore, Kafusi around the edges. But I really do think what they've done here in terms of solidifying what they've got. I think their outside backs are pretty set. You know, there's no movement there. There's not going to be movement there. You know, you look at someone like a Dejan Arce coming in as a bit of a filler for if anywhere from one to six really gets an injury. I like that. The forward pack, yes, you lost public. You lost, yes, you lost some of those role guys. But now Ryan Madison, stand up for me. Sean Lane, this is your team. You got that contract. Nathan Brown, you know, whether we play you, whether you get an early release somewhere, that might free up minutes for someone else to come and make an impact. I think Campbell Gillard and Polo might be the best front row combination in the game. And that takes us to the number nine. For what this team needs, I think Josh Hodgson was actually the best signing for them for this year. Yes, he's 33. Yes, he's coming off an ACL injury. And yes, I know that his best years are probably behind him. But what he does in terms of dictating play around the dummy half and around the play of the ball, is exactly what Parramatta needs. A couple of key stats, I think, as a Parramatta fan, you know, researching this really did stand out to me. So first of all, let's start with um, just the way Parramatta attacks. So if you look at some of the stats, you'll see that four dropouts is obviously one of Parramatta's big strengths. 55 last year, in terms of like the top eight teams, um, you know, the next closest was uh, 47. So 
nearly nearly ten more forced robots in a year, which is you know over a over a season is pretty big. You look at their tries, hundred and twenty one, second tied for second most in the comp. But that stat is a bit deceiving. They're tied with the Melbourne Storm, so one hundred and twenty one tries. Parramatta took nearly eight hundred more runs to get the same amount of tries. So what that tells you is the Storm were more efficient with their runs and were able to capitalize and finish. They didn't need as many repeat sets. They didn't need, um, you know, as much. You look at it, 32 force robots to 55. That means in that, uh, and most of the times with a force robot, you're in that attacking 20. More and more of those times, Paramount did have multiple goes and wear down that defense. Again, they've got two of the best short range kickers in the combi, Mitch Moses and Dylan Brown. So definitely something that you can kind of work with. But this year, one of the real attacking weapons isn't there. That Dylan Brown crossfield kick to Isaiah Papalitni. That's not there this year. And that does worry me as a Parramatta fan. I think there's a lot of times when we would consistently go for three or four barge overs. And there was no real sell to the play. It was just, you know, a block and a hit or just a short pass. What does Josh Hodgson do really, really well? Deceptiveness. He really holds up the ball well. He's one of those hookers that can take four or five steps out of dummy half make the defense come to him, and then make a snap decision. I think with what he can offer out of dummy half to take a little bit of the onus off Mitch Moses and Dylan Brown, there was no real threat when Reed Money was close to the line. It was always going to be he would get overruled and go out to his halves. I think Josh Hodgson has that credibility where he can really say to his half partners, you know, if I see something out of dummy half, let me take it. You know, I don't think it's going to be repetitive three or four just crash plays with no creativity. You might have one where he shifts out to the left for three or four, turns someone under. He might go to the right, one, two, bang, hit someone at the line. He might then take one to the right, maybe one sweep play, one blocker coming through, and he can hit that next man out. There's a bit of variety that I like about Josh Hodgson. And again, 33, the wear and tear. I would love to see, you know, them sign someone to come in off the bench and, you know, spell him. Not so much like the Tom Starling one. I think that really neutered him. Once Tom Starling became an integral part, besides 19 where, you know, they would come on and Hodgson would play that lock role and Starling would come in. I don't like having Josh Hodgson sitting on the bench for too long, just in key moments, maybe, you know, last 10 of the first half, last first 10 of the second half potentially. But let's go to the next lot of stats because I think, again, it's very telling. So let's look at where you score your tries. So Parramatta last year scored 16% of their tries through the middle of the park. And obviously they were very potent out the left and they were improved on the right. You look at 2019, 2021, where the Raiders and Josh Hodgson was fit. They have they scored nearly 25% of their tries through the middle. And if you actually look at 2021 as a whole, it gets closer to 30% at 28. It just tells you that him going through the ruck really did open up some things for that team. So I think that's another added element that Parramatta will be able to have. They won't be so reliant on big sweep plays, cross-field kicks to try and get through the numbers. It's actually going to be, you know, running through the middle. And again, you've got the best front row combination in Paulo and Campbell Gillard. I think you saw both of them in the World Cup. They're in the peak of their careers right now. And if you can have, you know, shifty Josh Hodgson just barging them over and putting them in nice positions, not to just beat their guys one-to-one, but maybe with a little bit of footwork, with a well-timed pass, with a nice angle and line, uh, it can really unlock this. 
the player I can't wait to see is actually Ryan Madison with him. I think Ryan Madison, they do keep him in that 13 role or even shift him on an edge. I think with what his footwork and little acceleration speed around the play of the ball, you might see a lower version of what Damian Cook and Cam Murray can do. I really do think in terms of that bit of speed around the foot, around the play of the ball and that pass that Ryan Madison has with George Hodgson really controlling around the ruck can be exactly what they need there. Finally, again, I think this is a big year in terms of obviously Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses getting their contracts and getting their their future sorted. I think having all the onus on those two halves and obviously Clint coming in, Reed is by no means a bad player. This is not a Reed Marnie bashing session. I think he's going to do really, really well at the Bulldogs. But I just think that the the style of play that this Paramount team plays with sometimes can get a bit predictable. And I think you need to have that element of a player who can overrule Mitch Moses and Dylan Brown in a contract year, which I think Hodgson can do. I think be able to, you know, play a bit more eyes up and not so much to the structure, which I think George Hodgson can do. And I think defensively is probably for me the biggest thing. I think even at 33, after a couple of injuries, I still think he'll be able to hold up a little bit more, you know, a bit more vocal. And I just think that presence in the middle of the field is something that we're going to really need. Again, it could be the exact same thing in terms of having no backup half, the fatigue, the season gets to him. But I just, I'm banking on it right now. I, when the signing happened, I was a little bit, okay, maybe that's the only, it's a stopgap for one year. But I actually think, even if it is one or two years, I think it's actually a power play from Parramatta. They're telling you that we think Josh Hodgson is the piece here. We're not going to take a step back here or, you know, bring a young guy through to try and develop him. This is our time to go make another grand final, win another grand final, and get back to the promised land. So we'll leave it there, guys. In summary, I do think Josh Hodgson is going to be an upgrade for Parramatta in that hooker position just for this year and for the way that they need to play to get back to the grand final. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. We'll hear from you soon. Cheers.